Now on TikTok, I would get roasted on a daily basis. Like the song that's on the 2K, it's called Top of the Game. That was like one of my first like studio record tracks. Wait, 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 bro. That was just off. So you made, and we'll censor this. You made off just one song because it went yes. on 2K. Wait, what the Yo, I'm watching fucking Ethan Klein, bro. And he's just flaming Aiden Ross. And it got me okay. thinking, bro. And this is gonna be crazy. So I wanna hear Buddy's take on it. I wanna hear your take on it, bro. But take it in this small chance. The top G is actually a human trafficker, bro. Why do you say that? Okay, so in his course, he used to, have a, he used to sell a course about how he raises his girls up. And oh, like, okay, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Bradley was talking about this on the Full Set podcast with Aiden, and then Ethan brought it up again. And I remember when Bradley said the first time, like, holy fuck, that's kind of crazy. He basically said, bro, actually. The lover boy yeah, uh, thing, bro, right? Yeah, bro. I actually used to know guys in Toronto that did, that did some shit like that. Um. And yo, who do you know in Toronto, fam? What the heck? I'm, yo, I'm not involved. I'm not, I'm not associated with this. Not you, not you, not you, No, I know it's not me. I'm saying I don't okay. associate with these people like you do. Oh, God. But um, that's not the lead, bro. Witness protection. <laughs> joking, oh, joking. my God. But no, no, no. What's your fucking... Um, bro, it's a small chance. I hate saying this guy. I actually fuck with Top G, bro. I think Top G's cool. I like his message. But, like, there's, like, a, a medium chance he's actually... Uh, involved in this business because he yeah. literally said like for those people who don't know and he's raising like app or website or course you selling he's more or less saying um add more let's get these girls to fall in love with me bring them back home and then involve them in the business so it's like it's apparently this is a form of human trafficking the way some people do it in like like the actual way instead of what can like they make the girl fall in love with them then they would pimp them out and like the girl would do out of love for the man and they like a man in position in a way where it's like uh like cut culture like he's 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 interested in seeing this so the woman doesn't even realize she's being pimped out right um yeah so it's kind of like that there's some element of truth that because he, he's talking about so many times bro with the webcam stuff and like even to a point where like he talked about how they'd be scamming people and stuff uh, there's a girl on camera, but like Tristan's typing or Tate's typing. But I don't, I don't think that, bro. Honestly, I don't think that's something that like they're gonna get them for. But yo, did you hear? So today, apparently, uh, he got hospitalized while in jail. Tate got hospitalized. Yeah. No, I didn't hear this, bro. That so that literally came out today. So apparently, he got hospitalized, and like, bro, you've seen, we've all seen the clips where he says, "I would never commit suicide." They're gonna try and kill me. Da da da. So, bro. That's actually kind of insane. I don't know exactly why he got hospitalized. Apparently, it was just like some like he got sick or something. Okay. Um, I, I don't know, bro. It, it's was this released from like the general press or from like Tate's side? All right. What were we talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Was he hospitalized from like the actual government release information or somebody from Tate's? Uh, so you know, like Fresh and Fit. Yes. Myron said this. Um, a, a couple news places said this. Okay. Uh, actually, no. Even Andrew Tate tweeted it. He actually confirmed it. This is like absurdity. He did. Wait, he has. Uh, he his said. Twitter while he's in the cell. He said. <laughs> he said the Matrix has attacked me, but they misunderstand. You cannot kill an idea hard to kill. And then he links the news article, of um, mm -hmm. one of them, uh, would have ended up in the hospital. Wait. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So. Um, I guess I gotta finish this point before we get started, okay? Um, this is where shit gets crazy, because I don't want to come across as someone who dislikes Tate or anything, because I actually kind of fuck with him, okay? But okay. here's where shit gets crazy, bro. Is there a chance that... Because you see this stuff with Vice? No. Okay. I, I heard about it, but I didn't actually watch the clip. Okay, okay, so there's a small clip that was, like, leaked. I didn't leak. They purposely leaked it. The full video is coming out in a couple of days. And then one of the clips, 
they're asking Kate questions about like human trafficking stuff, and he's getting so fucking frustrated. And his team is like, no, you can't ask that. And then Vice is like, yo, usually when we do a documentary, it's like open, we can meet anyone, talk to anyone. But your team has like been like fucking stopping us from everything from day one. Like you guys won't, won't let us talk to this person, they won't let us talk to that person. And like, what kind of fuck in my mind is time out. Every time he goes on a podcast, doesn't the host usually go like, oh, you're so chill, you let us ask anything. And then it got me thinking, my like, time out, time out, time out. Is this guy the like the new Tinder swindler fam? Like, is he just been swindling <laughs> us the whole time? Where even like the podcast hosts are maybe they're getting feed bread or something, or they've been told to say that like he's so open. Uh, and this is where shit gets crazy, bro. Because I, I don't want to sound like a fucking crazy person right now. And again, I don't want to sound like a hater either, okay? But when Tate converted to Islam, bro, something just felt fucking off. Tate converted to Islam, I knew something was kind of off. I'm like, huh, I mean, maybe this guy's being sincere. But I'm like, there's just something that just felt fucking off, right? Then, fam, yo, 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 whatever you're smoking, fam, just relax. This is where shit gets crazy, okay? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm like, the Vice has been doing this documentary for months, okay? So is there a chance that he knew, oh, fuck, the steam is coming. I need to grow my audience, I need to grow my fans. Surely a Muslim man can't be involved in any human trafficking stuff. Oh he my converts, god. Bare new people start liking him just because he's a certain religion. I, I don't understand that, but fine. <laughs> in 4D, bro. Or am I just crazy? Or both? I don't know, pal. I, I think you're tripping, bro. I think you're tripping. I think, I think you're looking into way too much. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Seeking Success Podcast, the number one podcast in the world. I am your host, Umar Khan, alongside with... Radice, and today we have one of the youngest Toronto rappers That's who's strong. actually putting in work. We have Vinan. Vinan, what's up, bro? How you been? I'm, I'm good. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Like, you know, thank you for the time today, for real. Like, for sure. For sure, bro. And, yo, this is our first uh, artist, and th- this is going to be huge. So, bro, we're going to get right into it, man. So, to start off, bro, so I obviously, uh, for those that don't, I guess know us. I've known Vinan since like we were like kids. We played soccer when we were kids. Uh, I used to literally my mom used to babysit the guy like he was crazy. Like I know this guy since time. And then randomly I just see him doing music. I'm like, what the heck? Like I know this guy. Uh, and bro, one thing I noticed, and I think everyone kind of like understands that this is just something that happens to artists. Bro, why does everyone hate on you, man? Like what? What is it? What's going on, bro? Why do Why do people just always talk shit? Like I just feel like, like people like in general like they don't. They're kind of like they want you to be how how like society's paved people to be I feel like, <laughs> yeah yeah like like oh like oh i'm a doctor you you why don't you like work in a corporate world you know what i'm saying like get a nine to five work like me and i feel like yeah. everyone is like so like yeah you gotta be like how everyone else is and i feel like as soon as you kind of step out of your comfort zone and be your own self people kind of talk shit on you this that just because you look odd like you look like the odd one out of the picture and yeah, I feel yeah. like matter of fact, a lot of people that are hating, they can't do it themselves. And like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just like, like, I don't know, man, people, you know, they have hatred or whatever. Like sometimes they like to let, let shit out, you know, like maybe they're going yeah. through a bad day, like whatever. Like matter of fact, it's just um, like, you know, sticking with like people that really support you and like taking real criticism and seeing how that can yeah. benefit you. But mm-hmm. I, I really don't understand why people like, do like all the hate and everything but like i do like at the same time like it has kind of motivated me to kind of push myself a little further if that makes sense yeah so i was gonna ask you bro like how has that like shaped you as an artist or even just as a person because yo you're like what how old are you now you're 18 19 i'm 18 yeah this june i'm yeah, 19 you're, yeah, bro, you're, you're young as hell bro like yeah. like nowadays people call that shit like cyberbullying and stuff but like you know what i mean like how, how does how does that shape you like how does that make you grow as a person and as an artist like like when I started with like uh, putting out content on TikTok, I would get roasted on a daily basis. Like 
just because I'm brown, <laughs> like stuff that I do, you know what I mean? Like, I'll put stuff out to the world, um, because I want, like, I feel like on TikTok, like, I wanted just attention, like, I don't even care, like, like matter of fact, I just <laughs> yeah. wanted people to, like, know who I was, like, get my name out there. That was, like, my only thing, like, I felt like, um, people, like, like, hating on me kind of, like, pushed myself, like, that. Yeah. like, kind of boosted me, like, like, oh, like, you know, like, like, or what people saying, like, does that really define who I am, you know what I mean? Like, it was just kind of, like, a more, like, more of, like, fuel to the fire, like, people were just pushing me to go even further, and I felt like, yeah. like, when I didn't give my ear to the hate, it was like, oh, this guy's just yapping on the net, like, and I'm not even caring about it, you know what I mean? Like, it just makes the guy look like a whole goof on the internet. So at the end of the day, like, like it didn't really, like, like bother me to the point. But I had to kind of, like, build that mindset, though. When I was first coming out, like, when I was first making music, I saw hate comments, like, my mind, like, start going crazy, like, I would start, like, getting suicidal thoughts, like, at first. Like, that's more, like, no, oh, like, sure. you know what I mean? Like, like, it was just, like, I had to, like, build this mentality where, like, even if someone was to say something, like, I don't care. Like, let it be. Do I know this person? Do I do I know this person? Uh, first of all, they're on a flipping burner account. Do you think I care about this person? No. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, if it was a person I knew and they were hating, like, like, that would hurt more deep. But, like, I feel like... Even, like, the people that you know are now on freaking burner accounts talking shit behind your back. So, like, I don't even know what to say at that point. Word, That's word. Yeah, no, no. I feel you, bro. Damn, bro. So, you're telling me it got so bad that, like, there were actually, actually had thoughts of fucking offing yourself, bro. Like, bro. like, I had, like, thoughts of offing myself. I had thoughts of, like, like why am I alive? Like, thoughts of, like, even Crazy. stopping music. You know what I mean? But, like, it was, Crazy. I feel like I, I'm proud of myself to kind of, like, not be at that state of mind now because, like, I had to grow that mentality. But I feel like, Okay, yeah, like the the hate definitely did push me to grow a stronger mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. And like I said, bro, it's crazy. Like you were a kid going through all this stuff, right? Like yeah, bro. I was, like, at, like, yeah, I was like at the age of sixteen, seventeen, like seeing hate, bro. Like for the first time. Like I don't even think uh, a standard sixteen-year-old mm. like gets hate like that on the internet because like they live like a normal life. Like they probably only get bullied at school. Sure. You know what I mean? Like that's the most people would get. I'm going, bro. An achieving things. Let's talk about some fucking achievements, bro. We saw that you got one of your soundtracks fucking put on the 2K soundtrack. Tell yeah. us some love about that, bro. Like, what the fuck? How'd that happen, bro? I was, like, making music when I first started out, like, on, like, AirPods. And I was just, like, testing out things. Uh, I put out a song, like, it was called Myself, like, back in, like, grade 9, like, when I was starting out. And, like, people were, like, okay. blaming me, whatever. I was getting better attention, though. Like, that's all I like. I liked about like okay. me getting the attention, like people liking my stuff, people talking about me at school. Like I don't know, I felt like that that, that was like a good feeling to me. I don't know. And then yeah. matter mm. of fact, um, I was just thinking to myself, like like I can I can make good music, but like it's just like the quality, like it's not good. Like I'm recording on AirPods, so I wanted to up it up yeah. a bit and see how it would go. So okay. my first like studio track was like it was it was the song that's on the 2K. It's called Top of the Game. That was like one of my first like studio record tracks, um, and what is it? Um, I recorded it um, and taken. I recorded it for the sake of I wanted to be in the NBA soundtrack because I saw the opportunity. Um, oh, so sure. what happened was uh, Emily Chopper was signed to United Masters, and there was like a distribution okay. service like DistroKid, but it was called United Masters, okay. and it's coming up in its okay. own wave. 
So I was like 16 at the time. I was like, damn, like maybe I can get in this distribution service. You know, let see how it goes. At the time, it was yeah. free. So I was like, why not give it a shot? Like, you know, give it a try. Yeah. Like, because I didn't know how to put my music out there. I didn't even know what DistroKid was till like I did my own research. But then uh, yeah. when I put out my music, I released it through United Masters. And I saw that there was like, uh, they were looking for like new music that was only released through United Masters. And they'll put it up on the soundtrack if it was really good. Oh, so matter of fact, where? I already saw the, I already saw it. Um, and the last deadline was like November 30, around that area. Like November 29, okay. around that area. I didn't know what to do. So I recorded this song November 28 at like 11 in the nighttime. Because I didn't, like it was the last day like to, <laughs> to get the shit going. So I'm like, okay, okay. matter of fact, let's give it my shot and let's see what goes. Uh, I told them, I remember telling the engineer, his name is Nate Swift. I was like, yo, I don't know if this is going to go on the soundtrack, but I'm going to put it... You, you have to mix and master it to your fullest, bro. Like, I, I, I have a feeling it's going up there. And then um, the next, like, as soon as he sent the mix back to me that night, I uploaded it right away. Like, because I don't want to be late for the submission. I uploaded it right away. Yeah. And the next day, I wake up to a whole contract. It's like, oh, sign this. Oh, uh, shit. It was like United Masters and then NBA spo- like sponsor. And then, like, like, Crazy. like, it was like in all capital letters, like, like you have to take some action now. And I thought, yeah, I, I, thought yeah. I thought at first, like, bro, this is like, this is definitely a scam. Like, you know, a scam emails, you'll see, like, action yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, this is definitely one of those. I opened it, I looked into the emails, I did my own research, and, like, I, I was like, damn, it's actually real. Because, like, I saw the contract and everything. I had my, my whole, like, full government name, I had my address, I had everything. I was like, damn, like, there's no way someone's scamming me and knows all this information. So, yeah. Matter of fact, I signed it and I read through it. The only thing that was on the contract was, we're gonna promote this song. You don't have to, you don't have to put any money into it. It's hundred percent free. That's literally what the contract was. We'll do all we'll, oh, we'll do sure. all the promotion like on NBA. You can promote your song, but the thing is, you can't put this song on any other song soundtrack in your life. Like I can't put the same song on like they own the rights. More like, basically, yeah. Like I can't put it on a soccer soundtrack. I can't put it on a FIFA, Madden, NFL. Like I can't do that. Word, it's word. only like exclusive to NBA 2K21. I was fine with that, man. It was my first song. Uh, it was uh, that's crazy. My first song uh, got into a sync licensing. That was my first time my doorsteps opened. Uh, I was kind of open to like doorsteps. Um, you know, like I met new like artists uh, like from Toronto. Matter of fact, I met Yan Chan. He's also a Scarborough artist. I met like like you know people that were kind of big uh, matter of fact because they were like damn like how can you do that at a young age matter of fact bro it's just timing uh, connections and uh, mm. about like how you do it and when you do it that's all so that, that's sick that you said that so like tell us bro like we know Toronto is like bro like the music scene here is so crazy but for some reason we don't have that like final like okay like let's all make it out here and from what I, I've said this so many times bro I hate the fact that Toronto has that crabs in a bucket mentality. But so talk to us about the whole, I guess, being a rapper in Toronto. Like, what is that like? Like, do you wish you were somewhere else? Do you think it's harder in Toronto? Like, how, how do you feel as, like, a Toronto artist that's up I and I feel coming? like there are some pros and cons for being in Toronto for sure. Um, Toronto's yeah. more, like, the rap scene is more revolved around, like, gun violence. Like, like people like hearing about that. I don't know. Like, 
Like you hear like I'm not even trying to be racist, but like sure. most of the kids growing up, they'll listen to like people like sh- talking about like killing people, shooting people. Like that's what like like it's hype to them. You know what I mean? Like when the beat drops, yeah, and, like, yeah. That's what's like Toronto rap, like this de- and dead ops, this and this that, because like they don't care. You yeah. know what I mean? That's like the life that they live. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like the thing that was hard for me. I don't make music that Toronto music people make. Like, I'm not dissing ops. I'm not doing... Like, I'm more like... I'm trying to make it out. Like, uh, I have... Like, my music, I would say, is more like United States. Like, it's more mainstream. Like, if you listen to my music, it's more... It's more like... More like mellow. Like, like I don't even like... It's not... It's completely different from Toronto. Like, 100%. But I feel like... Me growing up in Toronto, it did kind of put me around a lot of experiences. I understand. But I feel like it was easier for me to connect with my audience. Like, there's so much, so much people from my culture, like Tamil people, Malayali people. There's so much, like, brown people in Scarborough, in Toronto. Like, it's so yeah. easy for me to push myself out uh, and, like, gain a fan base, I guess. But, like, if I was an Atlanta rapper, like, no one's going to care, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like it would be, yeah. like, super hard because, like, there's so many rappers on a daily basis that are coming from, like, all these different cities. But like right, I feel like right. in Toronto It's kind of like A little bit less The competition's kind of A little bit less But like Matter of fact It's just uh, How you push yourself Out there Is just the hard part That matter of fact Like right. Like like I feel like Me like Going the Toronto wave Like I can do that But it's not gonna Benefit me Cause my My audience is not Someone that's listening To this and Dead ops And like listening To people killing people right. I'm not trying to Push yeah, myself yeah, To like yeah, someone yeah. That would listen to that because matter of fact mm-hmm. they're not going to listen to my music you know what I mean so matter yeah. of fact what I learned when I grew up in music like in Toronto is finding your target audience and pushing it to people that are your target audience you can't make someone mm. that you can't make someone listen to your music listen to a different type of music it's completely hard yeah, yeah. so I feel like that sure. I feel like that's like the pros and cons of you know being in Toronto skipped over real quick here's Yo, give me some money, bro. How much 2K for you, man? 2K, um, the thing is that on the contract, like, I can't tell, like, how much I made, like, like, exactly, you know, like, it's written in the contract and shit. But whatever is streamed in-game, I will get a cut of that, and plus also I get a cut of, like, how many copies are sold, like, a little fraction of a penny, if that makes, like... Oh, shit. This is royalties for life? Or and for this is... Period. Oh, this is world, like, for lifetime. Yo, fam, fam yeah. can you throw the number and I'll censor it in the, in the actual video? Just so we can react to it. Okay. Um, like if only, only be comfortable. I don't only be comfortable. I don't. Wanna... Yeah, 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 it's cool. Um, like if I'm saying, okay. if I'm being honest, like uh, I made around. Uh... Shut oh, the like... fuck up. Because yo, you're young as hell, and you seen that much money, bro. What the fuck did you okay, do? Okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Matter of fact, um, some of the money I, uh, most of the money like was funded like to like um some camps over like. Like, I, I started to, like, shout out to a guy named, uh, Flip. Shout out to Crossover Academy. It's basically camps that are running okay. media. Um, I found a TED Talker over, uh, worldwide. And, um, okay. basically, okay. um, like, he's running his own, um, Indian, like, camps and shit. Like, for, like, people that don't have money and their proper infrastructure. So, matter of fact, um, uh, I found him online. And I, you know, I wanted to help help him out, like with like you know pushing my song, this that, you know, like he would help me out and this that. Most of the money I kind of gave it to my parents. Uh, I know that people would say that would be like super weird, but I felt like 
without my parents, I wouldn't be here at this position in my life. Yeah, okay, okay. So the reason I asked that, bro, is because, yo, if I was 18 and I made what you made at the age of 18, bro, I would have been to fucking Burberry cashing out. I would have yeah. fucking bought another Tesla. Like, I would have, you know what I mean? Like, I would have done some, yeah. like, I, I definitely would have invested it, but I would have definitely done some stupid. Yeah. First off, like, what is it like? Because you're in school right now. Like, why are you, I, I remember I told you this, like, in private. I'm like, bro, why the fuck are you in school? Like, and I know you said because of your parents and whatnot, but, like, what is it like being in school? Like, do you feel like you should be there? Do you want to get out? Like, Okay, if I'm being completely honest, I went and finished high school. It was like, damn, like, school is, like, kind of easy. Like, I understand, like, this, that. When I went into university, my eyes opened. Like, I understood, like, there's a whole system behind it. Like, the, like you have to crack the code, mm-hmm. Like, there's, you have to open your eyes and really understand that, like, it's like a corporate world. They're preparing you to be, do what you're told. You're literally going to be an employee. You're paying taxes when you grow up. This, that, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things that play into factor. Uh, matter of fact, um, like, like it's all, like, books. Like, like everything is like you're learning a book, bro. Like, like when you're writing in an exam, it's the book definition that's going to get right or wrong. Like, there's always a right yeah. or wrong answer sometimes in university, bro. Like, other than mathematics, you know, there's always a right and wrong mm-hmm. answer. Once you get that degree, bro... No one can tell you shit, bro. You can do whatever you want with your life. That's the only reason why I'm in school. Like, like I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be named like, oh, dropout. Vinny didn't do anything with his life. Uh, like, yeah. like, like, you know, like all those aunties and uncles that talk. Okay. I want to say two things real quick. First thing is fucking the saddest day of my life was graduating college. Every time we say he drops out of university, it makes me sad. Um, <laughs> but on a serious note, bro. On a serious note, Brad. Um, Fuck everybody, bro. I'm telling you, fam. The second you graduate, they're gonna be like, why the fuck does he not have? Why the fuck is he not married? Then you're married. Why the fuck does he not have kids? Why the fuck is his kids like this, bro? The kids are never fucking stop, bro. bro. I know it for a fact. Fuck yeah. those guys. Yeah. If if you, if you let's just say like hypothetically speaking, maybe you want a person comps just fine, do it. But if you're if you're actually only doing it for your mom, your aunts, and the people that are gonna the naysayers, fuck those people, bro. No, it's not what matter. You achieved with your with your music career so far is pretty crazy. I'd only imagine if you were to take all your fucking time and energy and invest in the craft, it'd just be a better investment of your time. Yeah, yeah definitely be a better investment in my time, but only, also the reason why I do school on the side is because uh, it's kind of like a backup plan. Let's just say music doesn't go for me. I still have uh, a degree that can still, you know, make me passive income at the end of the day. I guess like what we're trying to say is like, bro, like you have something that quite clearly works or has worked in the past. like. The way we look at, obviously, like, Umar and I have different backgrounds, right? Yeah. The way we look at something is, like, if something works, fucking double down on it, right? So, for example, I dropped out. Uh, before I even had something that fucking works, Umar, he quit his job. Uh, like, he, he went to school. He quit his job after he realized that something worked. So, I guess it's just, like, a, like, there's no yeah. right or wrong way to do it. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, uh, it just depends, like, right? Like, we all, like, we, everyone here knows that, like, if you did double down on your music, yeah, you're probably going to post more music and get yeah, more yeah. streams, whatever. Or you could take the slower route and have that backup. Well, like it's, at the end of the day, it's your choice. Like I don't think it's like a like fucking whatever works for you works for you, well, right? And and again, bro, honestly, do whatever the fuck you want to do, bro. I just want to share this just for the listeners out there as well. Okay, it's from Thin Girl. It's yeah. a small, small little fucking story. Um, there's a sergeant who goes to an island on this boat with like a hundred men. There's like fucking three, four hundred men on the island. They're fight, fighting, right? The soldiers are so afraid that they know they're gonna fucking lose because they're outnumbered one to three. So the first thing when they get off the boat, what the sergeant does is he gets a torch and he burns their fucking boat down. And he's like, men, yeah. if we're going to leave this island, we have to win. 
or we're going to die. There was no option for them, a plan B for them to take the boat back to the island because there was no longer a boat, right? Sometimes in life, you have to put yourself in that position because otherwise, the second something gets hard, it's like, hey, I'm going to go back here. So me personally, an example of me burning my, my fucking boat is I am a licensed optician, bro. But just like Redis used to be a licensed realtor, uh, I have not renewed my license since like 2021. And I don't plan to renew it. And my parents trip out like, you know, renew it, renew it. You went so hard. You spent so much money to get the license. Like, why are you throwing all this away? And I'm like, I'm like, guys, when it gets hard, when content creation becomes hard, when there's no sponsor, the first thing I think about is maybe I should go back to lens crafters, which I never, I never fucking would, right? That was my example of burning the bridge to get to the new level of life. Uh, everybody's on their own journey. You're hella young, bro. You're going to learn this shit yourself. Yo, my, my, my prediction is uh, I'll give it like a year and a half and I think Buddy's going to drop out. I feel like he probably will, but I don't know. We'll see. Yo, if you drop out, yo, do not tell your mom that I said to drop out. I did not say to drop out. Talk about the music grants, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like in Toronto, there's like a lot of, um, like there are businesses and governments that are trying to help musicians, uh, you know, like, kind of, like, get... Like, they want their music scene to be, like, the United States. You know why? Because they want to make money off you. Of course, you know, but, like, what I'm yeah, trying to yeah. say is they want to push of out course. the Canadian yeah. music scene to, to, like, make more money um, and put money into their pocket. So, at the same time, which kind of benefits us, yeah. too. Um, so, they're, like... Oh, yeah. They're, like, um, art grants around the around the world in Canada. Like, like ones in Alberta, like... But there's one main one in Toronto. Right. It's mm. called Factor Canada. Um, I had applied okay. for Factor Canada like back in June, like near my birthday, like fourth around that day. Okay. Um, and basically, they'll just—it's basically um, shooting. It's just giving like professional work. Like, oh, like this is my vision. This is the expenses spreadsheet. You know, like doing all the professional work and just saying where money's going. And here's a vision. What can you provide to the table? How much money can you give me for me to outsource this vision? And I'll give you the end product. Mm -hmm. and, there, and, and there are companies like that. And one of the biggest companies that are funded by the government is Factor Canada. And I had my um, music video with Yan Chan. I put it up on Vivo uh, through Factor Canada with their funding. Because I couldn't do it out of my own pocket. I mean, like, I'm not going to go ask my parents. But, like, matter of fact, it's also, like, not everyone get, not everyone that puts yeah. in an application to get funding will get funded. It doesn't work like that, 100%. Mm. I feel like it's... it's yeah, like, it's hard, right? It's, it's really completely hard. hard. Like, I feel like um, you just need to have a really good vision. You have to have a really, really good goal. And you have to have a really, really good explanation of how you're going to attack the goal and how you're going to use this money to your advantage and... How would that benefit in the both parties, if that makes sense? And uh, matter of yeah, fact, yeah, like, there's okay. so many artists I know from, like, you know, Toronto that don't have, like, proper funding. Like, they, their application gets denied. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I told you. You expose them. Who, like, who, there who are, like, so many about? rappers in the city. Like, for example, I'm just throwing out a name. Like, for example, like, Roadrunner. Like, you know, like, people out there. For people out there, like, <laughs> like... There are artists out there that can't get proper funding and like they would want to they, there were people like DMing me like how'd you get on factor? You know what I mean? Like the people out there for real. So like hundred percent hundred percent matter of fact it's super hard to get a funding and I'm proud of myself for doing a funding on my own and thanks to my team as well. But um 
definitely uh, something to be uh, proud of and accomplished because, like, it, it, you know, it's in my portfolio. I work with mm. Factor, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah, okay, so that's pretty sick. So let's talk about, like, because um, obviously we're, like, a, we're the Seeking Success podcast, right? Like, we're all about more so the music side, more so, like, the business side, the money side, the success side, the work ethic. Um, so, yo, I've seen, uh, like, a bunch of these, especially in Toronto, even in London, they have, like, all these, like, uh, brown, like, Tamil events and whatnot, right? So I've seen you perform at a couple of them. So, like, bro, like, what's what's that like? Like, are they giving you a bag? Is it for, like, uh, are they paying you? Or are these, because it's not, like, a concert, right? It's not, like, a show, but it's, like, you're performing at the event. Is it for publicity? Is it a bag? Completely like, different like, now. What's like, the difference now? Now I go on a stage, like, yeah. like, there are, like, some people that are, like, I don't know if it's sarcasm, sarcasm like, oh, Vinin, Vinin, Vinin. And then, like, people, like, actually cheer you on, like, Vinin, Vinin, Vinin. And then they're, like, so many girls that are, like, come up to you. You know what I mean? Like, like damn. You're Vinin now, eh? <laughs> Yo, like, what can you provide to the table? Like, can I get your Instagram? Can I get your number? This, that. You know what I mean? Like, matter of fact, there's more attention. Um, I mean, I understand, like, the events are made like that. Like, 100%. Like, shout out to all the events that had me. Um, it was a good experience for me because, like, I had a... Uh, opportunity to like share my art to the world also had an opportunity to build on a skill like yeah. you know, like performing on stage bro like that's not easy uh i remember like building that up like in high school like i used to perform on stages in school and then when i performed for like live mm. events it was more like now it's not school like it's outside world it's completely different and i felt like it's a more stepping stone for me for real like, yeah like at first it was people like events reaching out like can you do it for free um we'll provide the ticket for free you can get food we'll give you drinks like drinks as in like coca-cola you know me and no no like alcohol like <laughs> uh, like you know like drinks food we'll, we'll serve you you know me we'll we'll got we got the academic mm. uh, can't pronounce it accommodations and shit you know what i mean now like when people like like do shows like they'll pay me like one two bills here there i don't really charge that much bro like well like you know like we could come around like definitely like I'm not at the point where I'm like Drake, bro. I'm not charging 100k, 10k. Like I'm not, I'm not like a very, very known artist. But at the same time, I do got time for myself. And if you want my time, then then I, I charge for my time. How are the bitches, fam? What, what are they up to now? Is it, is it, now that you're um, artist, is it crazy or what? Bro, Actually, I, no, that, no, was, that was that was disrespectful. That was disrespectful. How are the or, females? You know, girls. When I was in high school, <laughs> I like this kid, I was bro. in high school. I was in high school. <laughs> I did not get any girls because, um, sure, I was not good looking, whatever. Yeah, I understand. Uh, I wasn't focused on my craft. I didn't have a purpose in life. Moreover, I was lost in high school. I feel like yeah. when you focus on yourself, like when you start going to the gym, when you start focusing on yourself and improving yourself on a daily basis and like getting money, like in general, like when you focus on yourself, Oh, yeah. Shit will like I feel like the universe will speak back to you and do good things for you, um, mm. and I've seen that happen in my life. Like, Yo, like, so bro, you get bitches or not, not fam? I'm not saying like, I get bitches, bro, but like I'm saying like, at the same time, like I get more attention. Now. Matter of fact, like what, what I say, like what, what I say has more value now. How's social media helping you mm. with your music? Okay, social media. I feel like it's definitely helped me uh, reach an audience online like like i could reach someone from oh, yeah. here to india and i would never have to meet you in person oh, yeah. but matter of fact you're still my fan you oh, know yeah. like it, it, it's definitely like good in pros and cons in different ways 
A matter of fact, um, like advertisements are mad expensive, like on these apps, and to study the algorithms and like the way mm. they work is completely, like it's like it's a gamble. Like I feel like like if something works out for you, then then push that thing out. Like I feel like uh, like the timing, this that you know, and on TikTok. Like I feel like on TikTok, it's like more over like getting someone's attention and um, like you know like making them want to stay on the app. So like like what I was trying to do yeah. before, like I would post like random stuff. Like I would just post like the most out of pocket things you would ever imagine in your life. Now post it. I, 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 yeah, I like funny one point in my life, that, that I turned into like. Like flipping, like oh, someone was talking, like I was like Indian Tate, all G Tate or whatever, bro. Like people were calling me like Top G, whatever. Like, cause like I would like be posting like, like out of pocket things, and I would like say names, I would call out names, I would do this that, and it would be so out of pocket to the point where I would get right. attention from people. What about what about music specifically, bro? Like, did, like were you able to like get more plays, uh, brand deals, know, yeah. you know, features back like that on that side of the Okay, um, like more of like brand side, like I feel like um, when I got into social media, I feel like social media is definitely um, like it's necessary for an artist, I feel like, because like that way you kind of have your fan base, yeah. you can uh, like, you know, analyze the data, this, that, you know, it's kind of like you have their information in some ways, if that makes sense. Um, matter of fact, um, uh-huh. when, you're, when you have an artist page, uh, let's just say, like for example, like it's more easy to get recognized when, like, oh, like oh, this is Vinid. Like you would search my name up, I would pop up. It's more easy to get recognized. Definitely, mm-hmm. when I got uh, social oh, yeah. media, like I didn't have social media until like when I dropped music. But when I got social media, like it was definitely like helped me out, like reach reach out to more artists around the world, like world. And I could reach out to yes. someone in Thailand, mm-hmm. or reach out to someone in the UK. Uh, arrange something, you know, events, this, that, uh, definitely yeah, collabs. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, bro, I just kind of use the social media as a, a connection tool, to be honest. Yeah. Yo, so what's, um, like, what, is there anything that you're working on right now that's coming up next? Like, is there a new song coming um, up, a new album? Albums, what you got for uh, us? I'm not usually, like, I'm not, I don't really work on the album side yet because I feel like I uh, still need to put more music out to kind of, like, get a more better catalog, if that makes sense. A uh, matter of fact, yeah, uh, yeah so I'm just putting out singles right now. for now, uh, you know, kind of like balancing my time, uh, school, you know, you know what I'm saying, kind of balancing out the time, seeing how it goes. Oh, that rocks this one up, guys. If you enjoy watching content like this, do make sure you like the video and subscribe for more. All of Vinin's links will be in the description below from the Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, you name it, it'll be there. Vinin, thanks so much for coming on. Until next time, stay CPC.